Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me, Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials, Jacob the Audio Guy. What? What in the butt? All right. Sticking with that catchphrase for October there, Jacob? That's the new October catchphrase. That's a, that's a real good Halloween phrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Instead, what? Of, instead of trick or treat, it's uh, yeah. what, what in the butt? What, what in the butt? Yeah, feel free to say that in all your trick or treating this year. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Go for that. That's a good. That's a good trial. Good It'll trial get you run. something. <laughs> Possibly something in the butt. Maybe. Not, <laughs> maybe not the candy you desire. Oh, I don't even know. Do we? Have, I don't know if we slated scoop mails before the sh- before the start of the show. I just came back from vacation, so I've even looked at scoop mails. Yeah, yeah, I've week. got them. But th- someone asked us for Halloween advice. We should try to find that one. Oh, the uh, the costume one. Yeah, I've got that one. Great. Yep. Good, good, good. So that's coming up. A little tease for you guys. <laughs> a nice. teaser for you. A little costume Halloween advice, advice. coming up to you. <laughs> you can see how much pre-planning we've done. Get Stay ready. Tuned. If you don't want to hear about Matt's vacation, <laughs> fast forward to the Halloween <laughs> advice in the in the mail mail section. It's been uh, an eventful week for all of us. Yeah, I forget somebody. Somebody in Vegas. It rained like crazy, right? I was in here. Yeah. Yeah. Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Nuts. So flash floods across the, the whole deal, right? Streets ruined. Down the street from here, just flash flooding. Neighborhoods yeah. flooded. Nasty. Yeah. Because um, someone was like, oh, you, you're you gone for the week. You missed the rain. And I was like, uh, no, I did not. Right. <laughs> I flew right towards a hurricane named Joaquin. Yeah. You I got flew right plenty. Out of- was it crazy out there too? Well, yeah. I mean, the hard part was that I was like, I was trying to f- basically. I knew that the, there's bad weather, but I was trying to fly in before the bad weather got there because I didn't want it to mess with the flights that we were on. Sure. So uh, we checked the. I'm, I'm, first off, I'm, I'm traveling with the whole family for the first time. Good times. Two babies. Two, two babies. Had to buy a, 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 a ticket for the one, so we have a, we have the row. Mm-hmm. And so, as I joked on Twitter, traveling with two children is like having to pack four extra bags for two extra bags. Yep. Because like you have to pack all this stuff, and then you have to carry, carry children. Them too. Yeah, you have to carry them. Uh, so uh, that was uh, that was fun. And then we got to our flight, and some vehicle on the on the on the runway or the, the the tarmac, the tarmac, if you will. I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if it's called the tarmac. The you know whatever the outside the, the I gate think it's area. Tarmac is it the tarmac? Tarmac sounds good. If all it's right. not the runway, it's the tarmac. All right, then it was the tarmac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, when Paul seems so confident about stuff he never talks about, I, I <laughs> question whether it's true, but it's probably true. My, I just assumed there was a crazy old guy that lived down the street from Paul growing up named Tarmac. It's me, Tarmac. If you're not on the runway, you're with me. <laughs> if you want to stay alive, join Tarmac or die. Um, somebody dinged, someone on the Tarmac dinged the cargo hold door of the airplane. It was just a scratch. But it's enough. But it's enough that you should not send people in the hundreds air. of people into the sky. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently Boeing and FAA, and they all have to come in and evaluate that. Apparently they've got rules about this kind of thing. And again, like, and it's it's, it's always nervous. Nellies. I'm always conflicted. You know, I told you I was on a flight where we where I was on a flight to the Dominican Republic, and I was on their way to vacation, and we ended up land we ended up landing right back at the airport we took off from. We were up in the air for two hours. 
but it turned out the closest uh, airport, airport that had available was when we took off. So we went right back to where we came from. What was the problem? Uh, I don't. We, uh, some some something something simple and mechanical in the cockpit wasn't working. It wasn't sure. necessarily dire, but but the, the, the rules say yeah, you got to go back. You can't fly, and uh, and and the, and because we were checked in, you know, with the whole airport thing, they they took us into this area and they just held us in this area. We we weren't allowed to like go <sighs> back into the. Oh, you you were stuck in the. Uh... The, the weird holding yeah, we're area stuck thing weird that nobody ever area. sees. And people went fucking nuts. I mean, people were just shouting at any person that came to us with news. They just shouted at them. And then so me and me and all my friends who were on our way to a wedding just kept yelling, Jerry, Jerry, every time the crowd started yelling. <laughs> well, I, th- I think those weird holding areas were uh. the result of that. Uh, of those couple of cases where people were kept on planes for like five hours while they repaired them. Well, this is, yeah, the time of this Dominican Republic flight, that was a while ago. But, yeah, there, there are the rules for that now, the uh, passenger bill of rights, if you will. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if nothing had gone wrong, getting two kids through TSA. Accomplishment. With the stroller and everything is super crazy hard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, getting them on the plane. And so we had checked a bag, and then we uh, brought our, our – our, we, we have this limo stroller. This is two kids. We got this limo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we have to try to fold and st- and, and put put under cargo hold with the car seat too, Ugh. and so we checked that underneath the plane. Yeah, and then we were all on board, and then that's when they that said happened. we got to get off. We got to get off the plane now. They said you were, at first. They said we're going to let some people off. If you guys want to get on stretch your legs, this might take a second, but then we'll, we'll take off as soon as we can. So, uh, the wife took off with, um. One of the kids, and then also we had to evacuate the whole plane. So I had to get all of our bags because <laughs> they were going to let her back down and right. they were evacuating the plane. So I had to get all the bags and the kid off the plane. <laughs> oh, just that was like, you know, like I made it all the way through TSA. I made it all the way. We got we boarded. I got everybody settled. We got the, we got all the bags in. We got the kids in. We we made it past the big trials of time. And then we had to do that. Then, then we sat around and then we're watching a bunch of people try to like get on different flights. They haven't told us what's going to happen with our flight. I've been in situations where they, things like that have happened. Sometimes they, I mean, it was a big, it was a big, uh, it was United. So it was a big carrier. Yeah. So maybe there's another plane. It can turn around could in a second. In you never within know. Within a certain amount of time. Yeah. And I've also been in situations where everyone runs and goes on different flights and all of a sudden you end up taking off on the flight and then everyone. And so with, with the kids on board, we were waiting it out because. Um, Easier to wait it out. It's easier to wait it out, and if and if it does, uh, if we end up being able to go into the sky, maybe everyone diverts, and we have a lot more room to let the kids right. around on the plane. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were doing, and then about th- it takes about three hours for them to cancel the flight. Ah, uh, bummer. And then on top of that, like so, while we're waiting, I go I go to get my little kid a pizza from the little uh, he wants kid wants pizza because it's like one of the four words he knows, so he wants pizza, and so I go to get him a pizza. And even like they, I even catch them. They almost give away my pizza, my kid's pizza to someone else. They mix up the numbers there. And I was just like, I can't trust anyone in this fucking airport right now. <laughs> I can't trust United. I can't trust the guys giving away pizza. I can't trust the pizza. They run the same guys. And then when they canceled the flight, after three hours, they officially canceled the flight. Yeah. My kids way more well behaved than the adults. Sure. Any of area. the adults. Sure, and sure, a lot sure. of the adults. There's a lot more tears over that time period than, than mm-hmm. with my kids there. 
Here's the hard part. So I actually just got on the phone. I didn't wait. to get. On, I, everyone's waiting online to reschedule their flights. I just got on the phone and rescheduled it over the phone. But I got one bag checked somewhere to go to Newark. And then I have the strollers locked in the cargo underneath the plane that's not going anywhere. And the only people that I can get the attention of to get the stroller are the people who are looking at a line of 100 people trying to reschedule their flights. Uh, so we just stayed at the airport for like an extra uh, 90 minutes just to find someone who would go get our shit just to go get our stroller out sure. or whatever. This is how my vacation started. Auspicious. No, no good. So the only flight we can get back out is the red eye, which we do not want to take because everyone says, you know, you take a kid in the red eye, they'll sleep the whole time. But if they don't, you're then fucked. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, youngest one slept like a baby because he is one mm-hmm. uh, on the red eye. My two-year-old would go to sleep and then kind of hate being asleep and then wiggle and kick his way out of it. And at one point, he just straight up kicked my youngest right in the head, like boom, 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 just kicked my kid's head awake. <laughs> at, oh, like, that, that woke him up? At like 4 a.m., you know. Figure it out, yo. And then of all the fucking, you know, in the, in the, in the modern age with Kindles and iPads, there's only one guy with a book who keeps his light on, the entire red eye, and it's the guy sitting right behind my kid. Sure. Light on the whole time. I focused a lot of my hatred about the red eye on that guy. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking hating that guy the whole time. But they were fairly asleep, most of it? Uh, no. Oh, they weren't at all. The the my my five month old was, was asleep out. the whole time. Yeah, the other one was it was a game. Try to keep tough. it all going or um to all keep it going. Um, I uh, and then the whole thing is like so if you stay up with your kids on a red eye instead of going to sleep on a red eye, I then have to land and operate a motor motor vehicle with all of my family in the car and go somewhere. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I at one point in the middle of the fight, I panicked. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to sleep. <clears throat> and then I, now I'm, I'm going to be driving very tired mm-hmm. in Jersey. Uh, man, I'm from Jersey. I, the parts of Jersey I miss. I do think driving in Jersey is better than driving in Las Vegas overall. Really? With all them crazy spaghetti roads? Uh, when, oh, I, when we were flying into New Jersey, yeah, I looked out the window. Yeah. And I saw what I can only describe as my nightmare as far as road layout. Just twists and turns, and you could see where a grid would kind of be there for a second, and then it would just spiral into uncontrollable tentacles of mess. Well, that's the whole the, the, the whole Northeast, you know. Oh, I know. That's how it is. Yeah, yeah. Because it's basically old horse trails yes. turned into roads. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make it any better. Oh, no, 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 no. And <laughs> it's just... Yeek. That part I'm used to. Ugh. That part I'm used to. Uh, Jersey just has a shitload of aggressive drivers. But a lot less of arbitrarily egotistical drivers. Okay. In Las Vegas, people just like to fucking get in the left-hand lane, go whatever speed they want. Go as fast as they want. And then not react at all to the surrounding environment. Like uh. you could beep your horn or you could... You could you just could, driving out here tonight. Yeah, I ride middle lane most of the way. Yeah, if I when if and when I do go on highway, rare, right? And a guy in the left hand lane just just living in my blind spot, right? For oh, five minutes, yes, easy, exactly, just living in that blind spot. And I'm like, guy, 
That does not happen in Jersey. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. In Jersey, everyone's you trying to get the fuck yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's just not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Just people are trying to get the fuck everywhere, and mm-hmm. so so there's a. It's just you, you have to you have to drive hard to go. But everyone at least is doing that. There's yeah. you're not allowed to just go like. Everybody has the same Vegas, playbook. Vegas has a bunch of like fuck the world drivers. Like I got on the highway, done. Whatever, dude. I'm cruise control. Wherever I'm, I'm not even looking at my speedometer. Cruise mm-hmm. control. Fuck the world. And they just people just get in the fuck. And they will not adapt. They will not tap a brake. They will not let you in. They will not let you, you know. It's like they just kind of go like, oh, this person wants to get my lane. Too bad. I'm already going this speed right now. Right. Too yeah, bad. It's weird. It's it's, it's the people do not react at all, and so. Jersey, I would say the average driver seems a little more intelligent and like 10 times more angry. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. And I would say like, oh, like, for instance, like being an out-of-town driver back in Jersey and trying to get back, you know, trying to get my, 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 sea, legs, my, my sea legs about me. <laughs> I, I mean, I did have in a week four people flip me the bird. All right, that's I don't that's get that exactly. ever out here. Right, that's the thing. It's like you don't <laughs> four, get the bird. Four people are the same guy four times. Like people, uh, oh, uh, uh, no, uh, four, I would say four, one guy. I would four say times. one guy. I would call times. an encounter one bird. Sure, so gotcha. it's probably multiple birds within an encounter. But, oh wow, well that's the thing. It's like it's it, they're angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, they live in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah, I'd be pissed. Remember too. how angry you were when you lived in New Jersey, Matt? Come I, on. I, I, yeah, I, you wake I up and you go, fuck, I'm in New Jersey. Oh. A drag race to cop. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, but no one no one tailgates you in any lane but the left-hand lane in Jersey. Okay. In Vegas, people, people you be in the right-hand lane and, and people, people just right, drive right, right up, up your ass. ass. Yes, it's true. That like, is true. What are you doing? Yeah. Or they'll go around you. Yeah. In the, they'll be in the right-hand lane up your butt. Yeah. Then they'll go around you. Cut in front of you to go on an exit that is two seconds away. Yeah. It's right. just like, dude, we've got two seconds for you to just chill. You're going to have to slow down. They have to slow down for the exit. Yeah. Yeah. It's out of control. No, I know. <laughs> and the other thing about Vegas, like in Jersey, you won't see people go like, oh shit, I almost missed my turn. I should slam on my brakes, stop traffic in every lane, <laughs> turn on my signal. I should almost kill everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and just wait and just. Break every traffic law just because I might miss my turn. Yeah, that's, that's something that happens here all the time. That does not happen in Jersey. It's true. But can't spend have... the extra ten minutes to go to the next exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes in Vegas, it's like a minute to yeah. do it right. But it's just like, no, I really wanted that turn. Yep. Um, it's weird. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I can't. I guess I still prefer Jersey. We had uh, we had quite the experience with Ryer when we were heading back to the hotel. Oh yeah, we had you that. driving in Jersey. We had That's a right. Really tough time figuring shit out. Yeah, going back from the uh, Landlock Scoop Fest, and it was, Paul, SJ, and I rode back with Ryer. And it was mostly my fault because I just don't know how roads work. So, <laughs> I just I was in the back seat for this whole experience, so I wasn't quite sure what was going on. I we we we, 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 got we, we had a roundabout way to get back to the hotel. We got there. It was fun. It was the uh, the scenic route through uh, scenic through, through lovely scenic New Jersey, Lower Jersey, <laughs> Newark, the jewel of Jersey. Oh. It's a jewel, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yig. But uh, we spent one night in New York. Uh, That's we did, all it takes. We did the... Uh, well, we took the kids in. That's the other thing. But we took the kids in New York. Traveled with two kids in New York City. It's what it's made for. <laughs> yep. The city of New York is obviously made to travel with infants. We're like... So we went to Central Park. 
which was nice. We took the kids to Central Park. Oh. Uh, went to Whitney Houston Park. There is a thing? Yes. It's that new? I, I guess so. Or was that before she had passed? I believe it was before she had passed. I believe Whitney they Houston. They made a Whitney Houston Park. That's weirder. Before she died. Yes. In New York. In Central Park. She from New York? I don't know. She from Central Park? She was born <laughs> in Central She was conceived in Central Park. <laughs> That's where she bought most of her crack. <laughs> Allegedly. But too soon? No. No, no, no. it's a little late. Uh, <laughs> if more people have been joking, she might have figured it out. No, and it, no. And it, and it had been raining that day, so the park was wet as a bathtub. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, oh, no. No, 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 no. Um, I'd be weirded out if there's a Bobby Christina park. Yeah, yeah, that would be, that would that be, would be too that's soon. That's too soon. That's too soon. Or a Bobby Brown park, because that's, just, that's just, just a bad use of resources. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vegas could have a Bobby Brown park. Yeah. She's Vegas from Newark. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, of course she's from Newark, New Jersey. She's yeah. a Jersey person. Of course I know that. I did not know that. Did you not know that? <laughs> I remember now that he said it. Wasn't she the sixth member of Bon Jovi? Yeah. And Menudo. Menudo! Um, <laughs> we, you and I have a debate, I believe. We both claim Tom Cruise is our own. Is that true? I thought he was a Kentucky guy, but I guess he's not. I thought he was a Jersey guy. I don't know. I thought he it's, did some... It's, we no both way we cautiously claim... Uh, I know, uh, Johnny Depp's a Kentucky guy, but I don't know. I thought Cruz was a Kentucky guy too, but I guess yeah. I'm wrong. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Tom Cruise is Syracuse, New York. Oh, I have no, Jeez, okay. no neither, claim on huh? him. No claim. I guess they say he grew, grew up in Glen Ridge. Maybe that, maybe, maybe that's what the kid, no one fact checked it or something. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? Johnny Depp's from Kentucky though. I've already moved on to Johnny Depp. I'm off Tom Cruise. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's a smart move. Move yeah. on. Owensboro, Kentucky. Yeah. There you go. You know, my hometown, Red Bank, they, does, they used to do the fireworks on the 3rd of July instead of the 4th of July. <laughs> what? Um, what the jersey is going on with that? Uh, we want to be more independent than the country. <laughs> we we, we want to be like one day more independent. Hey, guess than the rest what we just world. did? We beat you to fucking punch, huh? What about uh, that? Red huh? Bank declared independence a day earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? There's actually a bunch of towns. Independence. There's a bunch of t- <laughs> <laughs> It's Independence Day. Oh, you're going to do it on the 4th, huh? You don't say. It just so happens I got some fireworks going off on the 3rd. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> you want to still have your celebration? Yeah. You still want to do it? Oh, yeah. You still want to follow my celebration? Have fun tomorrow Go with ahead. your fireworks. Yeah. Have fun today with mine. Yeah. Yeah. Carpe diems. <laughs> <laughs> Seize these nuts. Seize these balls, you motherfucker. <laughs> See these fireworks explode in the sky tonight. <laughs> and not tomorrow night. Not tomorrow. Um, Some bullshit. Actually, a bunch of towns do firework events at different nights in the shore, I think it's all about the fact that it isn't New York. I think it's all about that New <laughs> yeah. York has the craziest fireworks in the parade and everything. And so you do, I get you, that. You do it on other nights. We had that uh, in, in Kentucky. We have our small town Berea uh, just outside of Richmond. And they what does would Berea do, mean? It means place of quilts and crafts. Okay. Uh, in Shawnee. No, I fucking don't. I honestly, <laughs> I don't know what Berea means. Berea is, it is seriously like, it, it is made of wicker and, uh, 
quilts. Okay. It, it's, it, you go to that town, and it's all, like, there's, there's rod so iron. So Berea is the name of a town? Berea is the name of a town. Okay. Yes. Got it's it. just outside of Richmond. So they do a little early They have fireworks. a small little community college, very quaint little, talk. I mean, like, slice of Americana type yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about Red Bank. Red Bank had a little harbor on the river. And other towns did have small ones on the other night, but Red Banks were gigantic. They used the same barge company as the New York Harbor ones, mm. and so it was kind of like uh, uh, it was a, it was a big deal for the the town. People really came from all over the fucking place to go to it. We had the Thunder and, Over Louisville, which was Louisville was a huge one too. It's one of the bigger. Uh, if you festivals. were to say Thunder Over Louisville, guess what that is? My first guess would not be. Fireworks on third of July. <laughs> I don't think. I think it's on the actual. Oh, it's fourth. on the fourth. Okay, yeah, but it is one of the bigger Thunder Over Louisville. I would guess productions. Either like a the one male strip club in Louisville, Kentucky, was called Thunder Over <laughs> <Good>. Louisville, <laughs> or it was like a heavy metal cover band that played Thunder all Over Louisville. Louisville. They do all Kiss, but only from the live album. <laughs> <laughs> they do only the live album songs. <laughs> cover. They play the entirety of the live album. Yeah, <laughs> but they. Uh, Theirs is a whole fuck you Indiana thing because it's that oh. bridge between Louisville and Indiana. <laughs> Thunder over Louisville. Louisville, two AKA. feet away from Indiana. And it's like, seriously, like the Indiana line is all lined up there. And every year, <laughs> fuck you, Indiana. You, you can yell at people across the river. <laughs> get, get out of here, you, you uh, what are they called? See, the thing is that Jersey. One of those Indiana, the Hoosiers. Who's your dick, yeah. you Hoosiers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's no such rapid because Jersey's the butt of every joke, so yeah. like we can't even No. We don't we don't we don't even we don't poke the bear, so No, to speak. I wouldn't. Oh yeah, say. But uh oh anyway, so the whole thing was that like I thought it'd be really funny when you were to try to create a rumor. So all I kept doing was walking around the fireworks with friends uh going You hear I can't believe we just saw Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I just kept saying that. I said that like twelve times. Yeah. You know, everywhere I would go, I just try to get it going. Hopefully, that a rumor would start to spread that Burt Reynolds, Reynolds was there. In the house. And I, I, I've told the story before, and I've said it. At one point, I heard someone say, "Oh yeah, I heard that too." But I'm wondering now that I say it out loud, whether I made it up or not. <laughs> I don't think the story ever paid off. I think I just wasted a whole day trying to create a rumor and it did not work i don't know that going <laughs> around yelling burt reynolds is wasting a day that's true that's <laughs> I true i think that's that's a good use of anyone's time it was guys but, did you hear burt reynolds and don't even finish just, <laughs> yeah. just did you hear burt reynolds what just, no that's it that's it did you hear me say burt reynolds <laughs> enjoy <laughs> that's for you um berea kentucky Berea, sir. Berea, Kentucky. Yes. Uh, town motto: Where arts alive. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, so it is about wicker and quilts. It's crafty. Oh. It gets around. It's crafty. It's uh, always down. I really like that their motto is a conjunction. Hey, their motto is that is not where art is alive. It's where arts alive. I tell you that <laughs> if there was a way to turn Pinterest into a city, boom, Berea. <laughs> If you really want to know what Berea is about, it was Pinterest before Pinterest was a website. The town, it says here the town is 9.4 square miles. Yeah, it's a baby berg. It's yeah. tiny, tiny, tiny. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Yep. 
ripe for the taking. <laughs> All those this is a call to arms. <laughs> invade, invade Maria. No, no. <laughs> no, it's a lovely little. It's like I think there's a uh, four bed and breakfasts for every uh, two square miles in there. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> most most uh, bed and breakfast per square mile. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, and then in New York we did the reunion show. At the, the pit, the same guy uh, that I did the Burt Reynolds rumor with, I was he also was, there. Part, was uh, he was getting married that weekend. Pat Shepard got married, and um, we decided to do a big reunion of our of our college improv team. And because uh, a lot of scoops came out, the place was standing room only, sold That's out. All the seats great. filled, and people standing on the sides to watch to watch our little show. And about uh, like uh, almost two hundred people watched it on Periscope, which was nice Fantastic. as well. Fantastic. Um, we put the whole thing up on Periscope. So thanks to Dylan, if you're listening. Thank you, Dylan, for holding my phone up the mm-hmm. whole time and doing that. And uh, <coughs> a little wheeze going on. Wheeze it. <laughs> um, but uh, the British couple that wrote us looking for advice to do on each city to go see, they were in New York for that show. And so the first night that they were there, they came to our show. Wow. So, hey. So they took our advice. Um, Enjoyed themselves thoroughly, I'm sure. Yeah, a real nice guy. I think Jimmy Jimmy was his name from Long Island. He's like, I drove all the way from Long Island just to see a show. I've never seen one of these shows before. It just came to his first improv to check show. Check it out. That's yeah. great. Yeah, we That's had cool. uh, we had some of that at the Goblet this weekend. Some oh yeah, how was the Goblet? The Goblet the Goblet was off the chain. Uh, it was great. It never fails that you are always out of town when this event happens. It's true. It's I, three years in a row, you've always been out of town. Yes. No, you made it to the first one. No, but I flew in from out of town to make it. Right. Remember? Yeah. Yes, you did. That's right. I was in Denver and you I was like, oh, last shit, minute I was supposed to, to do in. the show. So right. I flew, took the last flight in and made it to the last show I could make. That's right. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, so for whatever reason, the goblet's always on a time when Matt's out of town. Yeah. But uh, we had bearded men, your pals there. Love them. They uh, hung with me. And they let uh, they let me play with them for the second uh, what, performance. What, what type of show did you do? We did a long form uh, scene or scene painting. Oh, okay, piece. they didn't do a particular piece. Uh, no, but the uh, not anything like super structured. It was just okay. you know because they've done the Dungeons and Dragons form. They've done the Downton yes. Abbey form. No, they're done doing the pirate form. Right. Well, they brought their crew, their uh, their partners in crime that do Star Trek the Improvised Generation. Yeah. And we had them go up the second night on Saturday. Oh, okay. That was incredible, too. That was just You must have loved that. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, when they came up on the stage and the music came up, because everything was coordinated with music, too, I I had to fight back the tears. If I hadn't... hadn't Tears! Star Trek is such a huge part of my life, whether I want to admit it or not. It's it's huge. There seems to be no part of you that doesn't want to admit it. I love it. I, I feel like you've admitted this before. I've admitted it, and I love it. And Star yeah. Trek is, but but I mean, like I love Star Wars. Oh, I see what's going on but here. But Star Trek is you really don't want what... Star Wars to get jealous yeah. of your affection. For <laughs> it's Star true. Trek. It's true. I don't want <laughs> Darth Vader. I mean, I drive the stormtrooper car. It's not a Vulcan ride. You know what I mean? It's no, not a little, it makes not a little Klingon ride. No, so. no. Yeah, I love them both, but Star Trek really hits the heartstrings because there's just a ton of other. Emotions connected to You know, I was too. talking to The Simpsons the other day, and they seemed a little agitated. Oh. Feel like, yeah, I feel like you've been ignoring them. Well, you know what? They're the ones that decided not to continue to release their seasons on DVD so they can eat my <laughs> shit. Um, uh, we, it was great. The, the Goblet was a fantastic success. We had good turnouts both nights. Great workshops taught by some uh, really fantastic instructors, and a bunch of people came out to take those, too. So hopefully we'll have a fourth one again next year. Uh, shout out to my buddy David Kahn, who helped get some 
he paid for these beautiful little goblet trophies that okay. we were able to give out to uh, our participants to to some of the troops. And that's fun. Uh, it was a, it was a fun time, man. Uh, improv festivals can be really fun. Did you guys go out? Did you hit the bars after? We did. Uh, we had uh, our local uh, crew, the Get, uh, some of the guys from Bleach, and some other people were kind enough to buy some food for everybody over at Moon Doggies, uh, Naked City Pizza, which is uh, yep. featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy Fieri. Uh, they have delicious I believe it's food. pronounced Guy Fieri. Uh, we went over there midnight on Saturday and uh, partied it up. It was a great time. Jacob actually was there, too. Uh, he was able to I show up by. for after party. He showed up That's for the after party. It was great. Uh, just a really fun time. Really nice. You know, as small as the improv community is here in Vegas, it's uh, one of the nicer ones. So we're lucky. And hopefully we'll get some more of those performers to come back out again before even next year. So um, nice. The people at the after party were, were still super excited about the show. There was, that's all they were talking about the whole the whole after party. I had to leave because I was like, you guys are fucking talking about something I don't know about. So I'm out. <laughs> But all they wanted to talk about the whole time was this uh, this stupid improv show they had just done. You you were there the whole time, Jacob. <laughs> he stayed the whole time. He he left second to last. Of course, he was around booze. Yeah, right. Course, yeah. <laughs> I bellied up to the bar about ten minutes before anybody else got there, and I didn't move till the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of speaking of after parties, yeah. So at the the, uh, the at the sold out show I did at the pit. We uh, brought the, we kept we brought the kids because we were keeping them to the jet lag thing. We keep them on the east Try coast. Keep them awake. Yeah, we keep them on the west coast schedule. Okay, so the kids typically go to sleep by nine here, but there it's midnight. Midnight. Yeah. Ooh. So we brought them to our show. They like the nightlife. Uh, my oldest kid, uh, Keeler, was not uh, not enjoying just watching daddy. From his front row seat, so he uh, ran towards me (laughs) while the show was going on. Mm -hmm. And for I think it's still up on Periscope. I don't know how Periscope works. I saw you holding him for most of the show. (laughs) We brought him in as a character in the three different scenes. Three different characters. (laughs) He was played a a kid in one, a customer in the other, and he played my agent in another one. We we incorporated him into the whole show. But he came on stage and he was getting laughs, and he stayed. Sure, he was enjoying it. And what, was, what did you feel like his best role was? Uh, he was great as my agent. Yeah, he was really good as he was playing my agent as a guy who was selling a TV show to to network that was buying it but did not know what it was about. Mm. That was the premise of the of the scene. But my uh, um, and at one point my my wife said this is distracting. I'm going to take him out, and so he she took him out there and, and like like church, you could hear him crying as, as in the in the next room. Uh. So we just incorporated that into this scene as well. <laughs> Sorry, my agents in the next room crying. Uh, but the best part was that at the end, we had extra time. So I saw a lot of old friends I used to improvise with or, or coach in one way or another. So we had them all come on stage and do like a quick little jam at the yeah. end. <clears throat> I was trying to calm my kid down. So I gave him his iPad uh, that I'll, that, as I do, as, as any good parent does, shoves <laughs> an iPad in front of their kid's <laughs> face to shut them up. Uh, and then responsible. Uh, but he wanted to like, hang, he still wanted to hang with me. So then I did my favorite scene I've ever done with a kid. Um, I brought him on as he was he was my brain and me. And so the person came on and started initiating a scene. And I was like, no, look at me in the eyes. And they kept looking at me in the eyes like, no, look at me in the eyes. And I was trying to say that I was... Him? just Yeah, I was just the outer robot. Like Krang inside con- the giant robot yes, it was, body. it was totally like Krang. Yeah. So I was holding my kid holding an iPad. So it looked like he was controlling me like a robot. Mm. 
<laughs> and so that was my favorite scene I did with him. And then uh, other people, you know, pattern play. Uh, two performers just carrying another one saying they were an older model. And then my wife came up on stage with my newest kid, five months old, and said, I'm the newest model. Boom. Blackout. There you go. Blackout line. And I thought it was neat that both my wife came on stage and got the blackout line and that I did a scene with my entire family. There you I thought go. that was a lot of fun. But the reason why I bring up the after party is that the East Coast schedule kind of thing. I really think my kid understood that he did a show and I think he did understand that he did well because he did not go to sleep until 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> he had the uh, the adrenaline pumping. I could not get him to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. We were staying at a friend's house and I had to like, everyone go to bed. I'm in my friend's living room just trying to do anything to get my kid to just shut up and go to sleep. You can't wind it down that easy. No. That's no. things. I remember, you remember your first shows? Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. It's why people drink at the after parties. Well, dude, I mean, we had I mean, we had it just this weekend. I'm I'm an old man now, but it's still, you know, you want to stay up and party. You yeah. still got that you're buzzing. Yeah, but your first was I mean Oh no, it's a different thing. Your yes, first yes, shows yes. Oh, my yeah. first shows when I was like sixteen years old and being funny. You're I up. mean, I was like high as a kite. Yeah, we would shows. uh I can remember our uh improv nito, you know, we go right to Denny's. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And we just be at Denny's till three. Getting slammed Southern style. Slammed, baby. Slammed against the wall. <laughs> Spending all that improv money on this. Spending all that. We'd spend out every bit of it. Every, we go like, oh, how much did we, we each got? $10? Slams. <laughs> you and I are totally on the same page that's right exactly, down to Denny's. That's exactly we used what to we go did. to Denny's. My first show was to go to Denny's, and I made like five or ten bucks a show. Yeah. And yeah. I spent it all yeah. at Denny's. Slams. That yeah. was it. Of course, that's your. <laughs> what else are you gonna do with it? And I was, I would always ask the waitress if I could save that fucking improv money. Shit! If I could slam Southern style or slam whatever way I could do it, I would ask the waitress to slam me that style. <laughs> could you slam me in a style that I'm not accustomed to? <laughs> could you tantalize my slam? Could you slam me in a grand way? Mm. <laughs> Moons over my hammy. Oh, too much good stuff on a Denny's menu. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fast food, did you see the story about Burger King? We talked about this on uh, Geek Squad. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the black Jeff actually had one. The black buns on the new uh, Halloween Whopper. Matt, did you hear about this? I've seen commercials for it. So this was going down in Japan like a couple years ago. It's been happening in Japan for a while. Yeah. Uh, but they just brought it to America now. So they have the black the black Whopper buns for Halloween. Um, and now everybody's and apparently losing they turned their shit. Your shit green. <laughs> yeah. Because that's all it is. It's just an extreme level of green food coloring to give the black coloration because there's no black dye that you right. can put into it. Right. So it's it's just a lot of black food coloring, and then you, there you go. The same thing But it happened. hasn't been happening in Japan. Do you know why? Why? Because in Japan, they didn't use the industrial food coloring. They used squid ink, and you can digest squid ink. Oh... Wow. That's the reason I brought this up, is I just read that today. Japan that, uses sp- squid ink. That is fascinating. Yeah. I didn't realize Japanese that. Japanese are like, we don't have green Japanese shit, are like, guys. our shit is fine. Hilarious. Oh, we didn't even bring that up in the Geek Squad. Yeah. Like, why, if it's been if it's been going on in Japan for years, oh why, did, why did this come up there? The mystery solved, Shock Monkeys. There you go. We scooped you, Geek Shock. We, we scooped did. you. Boom. We did. Holy crap. Um, wow. Yeah, squiddy crap. Just P.S. That burger looks disgusting. 
the biggest sales for that that I've had so far, like the biggest the biggest sell that they've had on me so far, was that it would turn my shit green. Yeah, it's like. I was like, oh yeah, I, I, now I kind of want to try it. Yeah, regardless of hunger or what or how good something tastes, I'm I'm interested to poop a different color. Right. That's the main marketing force right now, <laughs> driving driving the the uh, hollow whopper. <laughs> the hollow whopper. Is we that need, what it's called? Even when I, in my biggest meat eating days, yeah, the whopper was a disgusting thing. To oh, make. it's terrible. It. It's been are, years since I had a Whopper. Well, that's just it. It's once every couple of years you go, I want a burger that tastes like a grilled out burger. Yeah. And then you eat a Whopper and you go, I still want a burger that tastes like a grilled out burger. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, it, no, it, it, it is. Something it, 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 there's there's like a bun cr- crushing. There's a, there's, it's like, it's like a wobbly sandwich, you know, like it's so wide yes. that it feels floppy in your hands. Yep. Yeah. There's an, there's a forced fast food, like moisture factor to it that doesn't feel burger like the bun is almost steamed but yeah. not in the way like a whitey slider is yeah it's not white castle level of steam it's almost just i think it's just from being in like because they get because they get flash frozen and then they're in that foil with the with the meat and everything yeah. after they get wrapped up it i think that's a, what the steam it is, is a dirty dish rag of a sandwich <laughs> the sandwich is just gross it is the lower level lower tier burger <laughs> I actually remembering I was out with two comedian friends late at night and the guy said, I'm gonna go to McDonald's and get me a sandwich. And like, what kind of sandwich? He's like, you know, like a hamburger or something. Like, a burger is not a sandwich. <laughs> it is a McDonald's. You, you weird old man. You don't call a burger a sandwich. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh the Whopper to me is a dish rag of a sandwich. You're not wrong. Yeah. So we need to open a spot, fifty shades of shit, where we make your color different Ooh. We'll, we'll tie it right into 50 shades of the musical we're gonna go over shit. there yep. yeah uh i like it now as a non- purple i just want to say now as a non-meat eater and then now as a, uh, the whopper turning the whopper to an unappetizing color and adding like halloween sound effects behind it those commercials just gross me the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they're trying. They're, they're trying to make the A one sauce analogous to blood for Dracula, right? Oh, is that right? They're like put uh, on A one like. sauce. That's oh, what, well, that's Dracula's a, blood. I'm only going visually. I don't. I've only. I only because I watch sports. I they only put A one on that one. Is that the deal? Yeah, it's an A one. It's a hollow whopper, but the, when it's spelled H A one, Halloween. Oh, I didn't realize there's A one on it too. Yeah, yeah. Boy, well, that's, they're that's going all they're, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's special. <laughs> it's special. In case Next thing it, you know, there'll be a Lee and Perrin's burger. Yeah. No, I would. That sounds more appetizing. Mm. Lee and Perrin's the Worcestershire. Yeah, Worcestershire. Sure. Worcestershire. That's not how anyone in Boston says Worcestershire. <laughs> Put some Worcestershire on that. I believe everyone, everyone in Massachusetts would call it Worcester sauce. I tell you, you get a you get a painful, uh, painful cut on your finger. Yeah. You get a little paper cut. Put some Worcestershire <laughs> on that. Dip it in some Worcestershire. I had a, uh, I had some bug stains on my window. Yeah, a little Worcestershire took it right off. <laughs> Eats right through that bug gut grime to Worcestershire. Oh man. Well, before we get into some stuff, we this is we are now in the we are now officially in the Patreon era. It's October. It is. <laughs> we are. It is Rocktober because you know what that means, Paul. 
We have some song challenges for you, Paul Mattingly. Oh, boy. From from people who are on uh, patreon.com slash heyscoops who sign up monthly, uh, the, uh, the level they get to challenge you to a song. So now these are songs, and now they'll tell me what they want the song to be about? Yep. Okay. And also the, the, uh, the style slash character, <laughs> and if they have a dedication. Okay. And I'll just try and whip these up on the fly then. That's it. Okay. Uh, so the first one we have here is from Erica. Uh, the title is uh, Those Aren't Tan Lines, Wash Your Fucking Hands. <laughs> All right. In the style of Elton John. And this is dedicated to Anthony. This All is, right. This is from Erica <laughs> from to Anthony. Wash those, those fucking, Wash hands. fucking hands. In the style of those Elton John. Those aren't tan lines. <laughs> from Elton John. Got it. She was a filthy beach bum She never cleaned her face or butt She was a filthy beach bum But I love that beach bum slut I brought her home and introduced her to my family and friends but one problem came up whenever she went to shake somebody's hands. They said, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Those are ten lines, you filthy bitch. Filthy bitch. Please wash your hands. Wash your Those hands. Those are ten lines, you're making me itch. My skin is crawling gross. I took her to a bathroom. Where the shower inside I placed her in the shower And let the water slide She washed every part of her body Except for her hands, you see When she got out of the tub She was still stained and gross And all I could say was Oh gee, why don't you wash your hands? Those are tan wash lines. Your damn hands. Those are filthy, skanky dirtiness to me. You ain't tan. Wash your hands. Those are tan lines. Wash your hands. I can't take you anywhere. You ain't tan. You're disgusting, girl. You're disgusting, girl. All right, that song was for Erica, coming in from Paul Mattingly, a.k.a. Elton John. Dedicated to Anthony? That was, uh, was for Anthony. Yeah. Uh, it was close as I could get with, with Elton John with that music. Close. We're doing our Ish. best here. It's yeah. doing our best. <laughs> We're doing our best. We're doing our best here, everybody. We're doing our best. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was uh, Erica Katlovich. This one goes out to Joe. And uh, this will be two of my favorite Paul impressions, a duet. Between Bill Cosby and Bane from Batman. <laughs> in which Bane is slowly drugged and raped by the cause. The song can be dedicated to that lovable group of child fuckers known as the Catholic Church. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a fine introduction to who, how we're dealing with this. Right? This, this is, is a fine introduction to the Patreon privileges right here. These are exactly okay. what we want. Who is this? Who is this patron? Uh, this is Joe. 
Joe, Joe, is, and is it's it, going out to who? Is it Joe's last name? Uh, the Catholic Church. Church. Is it just Joe? Oh, no, just let me see. Uh, what was his last name here? It's uh, Messino. Joe Messino. All yep. right, here we go. Is that the same song? No. <laughs> no, you just pissed off Tony Longworth right there, my friend. These are both Tony tunes, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Say there, Mr. Muscle Dude, I see you walking down the street. You look like the kind of masked freak that I would like to meet. Won't you come up to my room and sit down for a little while and give us something sweet to drink and make your masky mouth face smile? He has only seen me once. What am I supposed to think? Does he know what I want? When we get up to that room, he will understand more clearly. I want something really strong. I want his behind sincerely. I'm brave. Here's a glass of wine, my friend. Don't be stingy, drug it down. I'm sure there's no drugs inside. Oh wait, there are. Whoops, don't don't you frown. Go ahead and sip some more. I got some lewds and all that stuff, and it's all in there. Chug it up, if you're really oh so tough. I can take it. Bring it to me. I can take oh. Suddenly my head is spinning. I don't feel so good right now. I had better lay down on this pillow. Oof! Ow! What is that inside my butt? It's that man that gave me drinks! Oh, this is a terrible fate! I must escape! What do I think? What was I thinking? I'm burned! Okay, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. It happened. Okay. It happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two verses, fuck? two refrains. What do you want, people? That's it. That was great. <laughs> the first verse was was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, first verse was perfect. That was a hard challenge. Yeah, yeah. switching yeah. impressions and making songs at the same time. Is yeah, super it, hard. And I kind of, you know, Bane had the same motivation, sort of too. He wanted, yeah, yeah. he wanted it too. Yeah, yeah. You can't rip the willing. <laughs> Cannot rip the willing, as they say. But he did eventually. <laughs> Just a quick glance down the list here. I don't see any other duet requests. So you, you might have gotten the duet uh, challenge out of the way early. Well, for now. Yeah. Now we just did now one. That people so have now, the idea. Now the fucking floodgates now are open. Now people are going to go to now fucking like, Hey, do five different guys in this song. Um, okay. Shit. <laughs> we'll All right. Do, we'll Wait do until our I best. put my donation we'll do what we can. Yeah. And, uh, Jacob signing up now. <laughs> I hope the Catholic Church enjoyed that one. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're listening. They're sure. big scoops. Sure. Uh, by the way, we, we, we did not hit, by the end of the month, we did not hit our 333 patrons or $3,333. No, so no hi-fi challenge across the strip yet. yet. I want to say because we aired bank shows, we couldn't really stay on it. So right now, right. we're so close. We're at 3135 right yep. now for the month. And so I'll just say when we hit 3333, we'll do the challenge. So if we can if we can hit that this month, great. If we can hit within the month, we'll do it as soon as we hit it. As soon as we hit thirty three, thirty three. The second it happens. The moment no, we no, hit. No, no. no. within within the, within, the, the week. within the week or so. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, do yeah. it or so <laughs> within the week. 
or within so. the month. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. It'll happen. Uh, and uh, with that in mind, don't forget uh, we, we are also uh, we are also paying 111 bucks to whoever can come up with a great uh, audio. Uh, mix that we can use uh, on our homepage yeah, or a compilation of some of the the funnier bits from the show. Uh, yeah. Some quick hits, I guess. Kind and of there's not just one winner. No, and not just one winner. We we can use it to advertise. If we, we like our it, homepage, we'll we'll pay for it. Uh, I could uh, can I give a shout out to another podcast where if you guys are thinking oh, about God, well, oh no, one of yes. my favorite podcasts out there. Go ahead. Uh, the uh, go ahead. <laughs> My brother, my brother, and me, the McElroy mm-hmm. brothers. Yeah, they had their listeners put together some uh, samplers too, or they put some samplers together themselves. But they have a sampler out there that you can easily download and listen to. So if you want to get like a vibe of right, what a quick like ten minute chunk of best of show type. Yeah, yeah, we're they, looking got- for. It could be twenty seconds long. It could be thirty seconds long. It could be two minutes long. Whatever. Looking for something that, something that makes uh, someone new hear that and be like, "Oh, I should add that." To I should my, listen to, to them. my list. Yes. Yeah. I'll mention that we need uh, we need both. Or I should never listen to them. Yeah, we could we, we can have we long need some ones. long ones and some short ones. Right. Oh yeah, That's we need like all the, kinds. Some just, long ones yeah. and we need some short ones. Just like the natural world. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take all comers. Jacob, are you dealing with some physical scoop mail there? I, I've got some ready here. What, what is the, this? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> So you want to do a little scoop mail here? Yeah. Here we go. Scoop it. Message for you, son. Uh, we got some physical scoop mail here from our friend Elizabeth White. We love Elizabeth White. I have to say I want to shout out an apology again to Elizabeth. I chatted to her. I was going to try and meet up with her on Sunday. She was going to be walking around Vegas, and I was probably going to be promoting. in Vegas right now? I was sick as a dog on Sunday and stayed at the house all day sleeping. And did not go into work, and so did not get to see her. And I am bummed, but I think the rest of her Vegas trip seemed to be pretty successful. This was the same weekend as the Improv Goblet? Yeah, I was a little drained from that, and then in the morning when I woke up, my guts were not uh, happy with me. That sounds like you were hungover. It doesn't sound like you I were wasn't sick. hungover. I had, if, I had a pizza hangover. He drunk every Oh, the worst bit. kind! I had some pizza, and it was like, oh... He drank every ounce of hypnotic in that bar. It was no. an it was an A one, it was an A one Halloween pizza. Their black crust. Uh, the the color was not good, but it wasn't from the a burger. <laughs> <laughs> it was from some I don't know what it was. So anyway, but I apologize, Elizabeth. So uh, Elizabeth sent us some T-shirts. And they are the uh, Gillette and Teller 2016 uh-huh. T-shirts. Badass. Oh, I love these. These are so cool. And she also sent some uh, some window clings, some window uh, decals. Oh, perfect! So we'll, uh, we'll we'll put some pictures of these up on the uh, on the website, on the Facebook. Those are sweet. This one I had I, when I uh, flipped off Donald Trump. I was wearing this T-shirt uh, back when I was an extra large guy, and then I had uh, Ryer Photoshop this onto the picture of my kid flipping off Donald Trump. So I love this shirt. Yeah, this is great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So generous. Awesome. She's the best. And she sent me one, too. I just already took it out of the uh, the package. So, fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, we got a scoop mail here from D- uh, our friend D-Rez. Hey, D-Rez. To my two most favorite improv dudes and the most bitchin' rad audio fella. I think that means me. 
All right. Uh, I have a set of twin girls who loved hearing your voices while they were in the womb. They would kick me in places I never knew existed. Uh, they're going to be three months old when Halloween comes around. What do you think are good costume ideas? I would lean towards the nerdier ideas because that's how I roll. I love your podcast and thanks for all your hard work. Fucking your faces into pixels. D-Rez. Thank you, D-Rez. Thanks, D-Rez. Uh, so they're like twins? Twin yes, girls. They're just like twins. Well, okay, yeah. Um, uh, my automatic uh, first thing is uh, Luke and Leia. Yeah. As babies. Yeah. Uh, and you could be like dead Padme. Okay. You could be dead Padme with a freshly born Luke and Leia twin set and you could zombie them around. Nice. That'd be kind of funny. It's pretty solid. Uh, <laughs> I would dress up as Penn and Teller. Mm-hmm. Or I would do the Red Rum Twins from The Shining. Oh, the Red Rum Ooh, Twins okay. as little infant Red Rum Twins? Yeah, infant Ooh. Red Rum Twins. Creepy. Um, let's see. What else? You could do uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You could do Batman and the Joker. Yeah. One's yeah. Batman, Robin. one's Joker, or Batman and Robin. Yeah. Give one of them an inferiority complex early. <laughs> Go Batman and Joker. Then they're both well, they on could, equal They could crazy be Batman fields. and Robin, and she could be the Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could dress them up as Spy versus Spy. Oh, that'd be Ooh, cute. Ooh, I like Spy versus Mad Spy. Magazine. That'd be very cute. Yeah, I'm trying to think of these, these fun duos, these pairs. Nerdy I always pairs. like costumes where like uh, like it seems like like one costume is carrying the other costume, right? Like you ever see the ones where like it's a fake head carrying like you in a bucket? Yeah, really just you walking. I saw one of uh, a guy made up this year. He's it's a, a doctor giving him the Heimlich. Oh, that's a good one. It's really cool. It looks like the doctor is giving him the Heimlich, but it's and it's and it's him getting the Heimlich done. Yeah, it's really fun. It's a really that's funny a looking one. costume. Funny. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, one where you can make them like one encompassing the other would be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go Star Trek, you could have them both be little Borgs. Yeah. Connected to each other with tubes. You could somehow dress them so it seemed like there's, they're, they're conjoined twins, but they're not. Because there were baby Borgs. You could go on the Star Trek and watch the baby Borg where they're, they're like in little drawers and they pull out the little drawer and there's yeah. a little baby Borg in there. That's a pretty simple costume for the baby Borg. One is you could just put a frame around them in the middle, and it looks like one's looking into the mirror, but it's just a frame because they're twins. Cute. Cute. Oh, yeah. Mirror them up. I think um, that's a lot of good ideas. All right. And solid. Oh, we got one here from Periscope. We have an Italian oh, air show. Dress one up as the Pope and the other as Kim Davis. Ah. <laughs> 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 that. Uh, uh, That'd be a good one. Boy, what a what a kerfuffle that all is. Dude, the Pope's a dipshit. But is it really? Yeah, he's a dipshit. Is it really uh, a but kerfuffle? He got, he got tricked, I think. I think he did. Somewhat. I think he did. That's that's what's been coming out. Okay. He, there were there were people working for Kim Davis yeah. who arranged her to be in the same room as the Pope during one of these large uh, confabs. Okay. They wanted yeah. to make it sound like it was a private little tete-a-tete. But it wasn't nearly so. It wasn't. It wasn't cloistered. the endorsement that uh, that she claimed it yeah. was. I was annoyed by the whole pope. It's thing. all dumb. It's but all even, dumb. But even yeah. so, I mean, like her and the Catholic Church are, in, including the Pope, are step in step with the whole gay marriage. Yeah, thing it's anyway. dumb. I mean, it, it, it's just dumb shit. They don't have to agree in the same room to be in to be, you know, no, the, but the, the same the, thought. Uh, yeah, the, I'm, I mean, I'm a little brought up, so for me to go on for a rant is kind of unfair. Um, <laughs> I just I. The, the Pope is just a salesman. Yeah. He just says, this this Pope in particular that everyone likes, 
really just shows up and says what everyone in the room wants to hear all the time, and it doesn't add up to other stuff that he said, and it certainly doesn't add up to church doctrine. You'll notice he and Bernie Sanders are never in the same room. <laughs> I will. I, will I have noticed, noticed that. that. I have That's noticed. exactly what's going on here, guys. Well, I'm a college free, and everybody gets uh, a Ferrari. <laughs> uh, babies are born beautiful. Uh, dogs cannot go to heaven, and uh, lo- God loves everybody. <laughs> He's the same. A friend of mine that I've talked about on the show before, uh, Andy Lurie, on uh, the podcast Ready Set Vent, uh, he we made a plug ex- podcast up tonight. I'm plugging these. Uh, he made Spread an excellent point. I don't remember if he, I don't remember if he said it on his podcast. I think he said it on Facebook though. Uh, that it was uh, the the Catholic Church. The bar is set so low that we can't help but be happy anytime someone says anything remotely sane mm-hmm. coming from the Catholic Church. Sure. Yes. So now, like, the Catholic Church is, you know, the, we got the Pope. I'm calling the Pope the Catholic Church, by the way. Uh, so we have the Pope coming forward and saying, like, hey, uh, raping kids, for you know, you priests raping kids, that's bad. And everybody's like, hey, this, this Pope, he's fucking awesome. That's amazing. And, and what we should be saying is, yeah, it's fucking bad. But we the, know it's fucking bad. Yeah, and then, we don't have to. We don't have to, have to have a guy in a big hat tell us it's fucking bad. We know it is. That's yeah. the thing that pissed me off about this visit. Is in that same breath, this visit, he said he feels uh, sorrow for the, or he was he was proud of the courage that those bishops showed. Right. Oh. Yeah, the raping was... bishops. He was proud of the no, no, courage. No, 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 no. The, the, bishop, the, the bishops, bishops that moved the priests around. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's proud yeah, of their yeah. courage. Yeah, yeah. He had such great courage hiding pedophiles. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. And yeah. again, like any fans of the church, or like if any other organization came out and said that shit. No, if any other just shuffled pedophiles around. <laughs> yeah, Except the that. NFL. The yeah. NFL can get away with it. The NFL can get away with it. Tom Brady really specifically. Sport. <laughs> Tom um, Brady can just deflate the kids and then shove them into a locker. <laughs> um. Anyway, all right, move on. Move yeah, on. Oh, oh, we, got, we, go. we have the Italian air show here from Periscope. Right. Italian air show. Hello, you, Bless you sexy Italian sound bites. <laughs> My wife and I started listening to the podcast after hearing about it on Penn Sunday School. We laugh our asses off with every episode, and I hope I can repay the favor by sharing my favorite my favorite Italian air show story. Yes, please. A friend of mine. Let's call him Ted. Uh, we've known each other for many years. Uh, we met back in, uh, when we were both kids in a church youth group uh, many years before I stopped going to church. Uh, he had a tendency to be a bit unusual, and I had been told by some of the group leaders that he was autistic. Uh, none of this ever bothered me. He was popular and well-liked by everyone in the group. We both shared many of the same interests, and I always thought of him as a really cool friend. Fast forward to 2009. Uh, so I don't know when we were talking about before. Because he, <laughs> right. he didn't give us a date before. <laughs> So I'm going to say the uh, the first date was in 1952. <laughs> fast forward to 2009. So fast forward to 2009. From guess when. We yeah. are, <laughs> fast forward to 2009. We all have long gray beards. <laughs> I'm a wizard. I'm an old wizard now. <laughs> Ted, I'm registering for my AARP card. <laughs> and I see Ted. <laughs> Ted and I had graduated high school a few years before. I'm guessing like 25 years before. Okay. Uh, and I wanted him to meet a girl I was dating at the time. Uh, we made plans to go and see the film Watchmen, which had just come out. Before meeting up, I told my girlfriend about Ted being diagnosed with art- autism. I'm glad Watchmen finally came out because, I mean, obviously. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, who is Watchmen trying to kid? Be oh. true to yourself, Watchmen. Go uh, ahead. Stay strong. I good. I told my girlfriend about Ted being diagnosed with autism, so he might come across as eccentric, but he was totally cool. I we feel might- like I'm about to be diagnosed. I have no idea what Paul's talking about. <laughs> I was inferring that Watchmen, Watchmen is a came out of the closet. Out of closet. Oh, okay, okay. But the movie, The Watchmen? Watchmen Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. movie. Because, come on. Did All you see character- that movie? Yes. Yeah, it was- I mean, that big blue wiener? It's a big blue wiener. There you go. Big blue wiener. <laughs> it is just it is just an infomercial for Viagra. It's just <laughs> propaganda for Viagra. That's exactly what it was. Dr. Manhattan, the real Manhattan Project was Viagra. I don't care about the world. I don't have to. I'm a constant boner. <laughs> we met at the theater and I introduced them. They talked a lot as we got our tickets, snacks and drinks, and found some seats. Eventually, there was a lull as the conversation broke off. Finally, after a few moments, my girlfriend decided to break the silence. She turned to, to Ted and said, So I hear you're autistic. Oh, whoa. Yego blurts, it's one. <laughs> my blood ran cold in a heartbeat. I whipped my head up to look at her, desperately hoping against hope that she didn't actually say the words that I had just heard come out of her <laughs> mouth. Ted looked at her. What? He asked. I was nudging my girlfriend and pleading with her under my breath not to say it again, but my efforts were in vain. She raised her voice slightly and then very slowly and clearly enunciated every syllable as she repeated, So, I hear you are autistic. Oh, boy. Artistic? Artistic. Right. Yeah, I put an R in there. Autistic. I was horrified. I had no idea what to do. I just stared helplessly as Ted got a confused look on his face. After what felt like an eternity, but was really only about five seconds, he finally asked, Who told you that? My panic grew even worse. I wanted to sink into the theater seat and disappear. My girlfriend turned to gesture to me. That's what he told me, she said. (laughs) This asshole. Ted looked at me. I only had a split second to decide how I was going to play off this whole situation. Fire! (laughs) Fire! Just start screaming fire and run away. Fire, everybody, get to safety. Um, yeah, I thought someone had told me that a long time ago. I don't know. I shrugged and gave a small chuckle like I thought the whole thing was clearly not a big deal. The conversation was dead. We sat in silence until the movie started, and all throughout I could only think to myself, well, that's it. Friendship over. As I was driving my girlfriend home after the movie, I confronted her about what she said. She told me she didn't think it was a big deal. The thing to understand about this girl is that she would probably tell anybody who listened uh, that she had been diagnosed with ADHD as a child. She always used this as a as the reason for why she had a tendency to speak her mind without thinking. She told me she didn't think it was a big deal to, to ask him about being autistic because she had no problem with talking to people about her own mental disability, quote unquote. Uh, yes, it's clear to me that I should have warned Ted about this girl and not the other way around. <laughs> no. Uh, if I think you're a racist, but I know that I have my prejudices, I can call you a racist because <laughs> right. I can talk about my prejudices, no problem. Only in this country can we diagnose being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and go, yeah, you know, I got that asshole condition. Don't blame me, asshole. <laughs> As you can probably imagine, that relationship didn't last very long after this incident. No shit. As but Teddy- I bet you still try to hook up with that night. Oh, oh of absolutely. course. After watching all that... Watchman stuff, a big blue wiener. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, like, no amount of social tension can can, can withstand the force of the Watchman sexual tension. 
is Watchmen brings it out in you. Like an oysters of a film. Uh, a Watchmen was the original Netflix and chill. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of babies conceived on Watchmen. Yeah. As for Ted, he never brought up the incident after that. If he did have any justified hard feelings about it, he never let on. He wasn't even. Uh, he was even kind enough to be the best man in my wedding a few years later. Also, uh, relieved to say that the woman I was marrying was not the girlfriend from this story. Anyway, uh, we love the podcast. Thank you for doing all that you do. Awkwardly fucking your cringing faces, Periscope. Thanks, Periscope. You know, so the fun is when he listens to this podcast with his autistic friend. <laughs> and the whole thing happens all over again. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, I'm reliving my worst nightmares. Uh, we got one here from Hang On Scoopy. Hang oh, On Scoopy. Oh, yeah. Scoopy, here we go. Hang on. Hello, you immoral improvisers, impishly improving imitations of imaginary imbeciles. Oh, nice alliteration. That's what we do. That is. Tickles me. Yeah. In episode 162, you were briefly discussing restaurant workers doing gross things with food and how that trope didn't seem to come up that often in reality. I agree for the most part. Uh oh. But felt I must tell you about Raul. Dun, dun, dun. Raul! <laughs> Raul! <laughs> I must tell you I about must Raul. tell you about Raul. <laughs> It's just turned into a telenovela. I can give you, I give you, yes, uh, to your point, yes, but but Raul. Yes, yes, but. But Raul. <laughs> when I was about 15, I worked in a bagel store, and Raul was one of the guys who worked in the back doing the actual cooking of the bagels. Raul loved only two things in this entire world. Singing Roxanne at the top of his lungs eight or nine times a day and shoving his cock into food. <laughs> Two of my personal favorites. I can't touch this. I'm staying out of the way of this one. This is just a little bit. If there was ever a customer that Raul deemed rude, which was roughly 80% of all patrons, he would take whatever bagel they asked for and go in the back. From there, the employees had a line of sight on him, but the customers could not see him. Raul would then take out his dick and thread it through the hole of the bagel. Oh, not even hard. He just smushed yeah, it. He'd thread it. He'd pull it through. Tappied that shit. Just... Oh. He'd hold the tip of his dick with his left hand and with his right hand spin the bagel as fast as he could around his member. He'd laugh hysterically and sometimes sing Roxanne. Roxanne! <laughs> what a horrible association, That's... right? That everywhere you, you don't go. have to put on the red light. Just think of the first time he saw 48 hours. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just any other time you hear that song, the cold sweat of us immediately oh. hit, your, hit your brow. He just like, who's putting a dick in food? <laughs> who's fucking food around here? And at the same time, you're with someone who didn't know who Raul was, and the song comes on, and you have to be like, I worked at this bagel place. Ah, never mind. Second story. He would often take the large tubs of cream cheese or butter and perfectly smooth out the top. Then he would carefully lay his meats and cheeses on Oh, no. He would lay his meats and cheeses on the surface and evenly press down. Later, when we would go to put said condiment on a bagel, uh, he would open the lid and find a perfect imprint of Raul's cock. <laughs> it was like we found an ancient fossil of a middle-aged man's dick. 
Just a sesame. <laughs> See, beggar. As soon as you saw it, you'd hear it from the back in a thick Mexican accent. You don't have to put out the red light. <laughs> Fucking you in the face like the hole in my bagel. Hang on, Scooby. That is hilarious and disgusting. Oh. Many people were getting dick butter and dick cream cheese. <laughs> that is... I concede your point, but Raul. <laughs> Raul! Raul, you don't have to fuck all the bagels tonight. <laughs> Stick your dick in cream cheese. You know it's wrong. You think it's right. Raul! <laughs> Please don't fuck my locks tonight. <laughs> I paid good money. I don't want to taste your dick when I take a bite. <laughs> oh. Oh. I would just like to thank you for uh, sitting in a, a, a scoop mail with Raul. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I can say Raul over and over again. I just when I thought I, I thought the episode title early. I don't think I do. No. I, I was going to go with dirty dish rag of a sandwich. But I, I, think, I think it's Raul's impression. <laughs> <laughs> Raul does do the best impressions. Impressions of Raul or Raul's impressions. That's exactly it. Raul's lasting impression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got one here from Root Beer Float. Okay. Hello, you lovely gentlemen. <laughs> I've written in once before, and I'm happy to say that most of the cravings are gone. The first few weeks were really the roughest. I'm closing in on 70 pounds lost. Wow, dude. Holy shit. But let's get down to something that no, uh, something that I, I have not heard anyone mention yet. Okay. No one mentions the poops. There, It's from the food dye. That's why. <laughs> it's the food diet. In Japan, they use squid ink, and that's why it doesn't affect them. Right. I couldn't even have imagined them. Who poops sweet potato mash? This guy, apparently. Yesterday was a heavy uh, heavy green veg heavy, and it was, uh, I think, just supposed to be green veg heavy. Sure. And it looked like I pooped a goddamn kelp forest. There should be a warning in Eat to Live will cause frequent and strange-looking bowel movements. Don't panic. Fucking you in your goddamn kelp forest, root beer float. Uh, yeah, I guess it's true. That is not talked about. It definitely affects your bowel movements. They become uh, one more regular, mm -hmm. more frequent, and more uh, voluminous, I mm -hmm. guess. <clears throat> uh, most people, I think, take it as a good thing. It is frightening at first, but I guess sure. most people take it as a good thing. Well, it's a good thing getting most of everything out of you. That's just it. Most of what you take in goes back out. Well, that's that. That, that is the truth. I mean, you know, uh, I guess as as as, as Ray is is coming, basically like uh, like we were making fun of the raw food thing. You know, like mm. everyone's like, oh, I'm super powered, super nutrient. The truth is actually, you're you're less nutrients but we don't need a lot of nutrients you know we, yeah. we need very little fuel to keep going and we we over fuel ourselves and when we do that it shuts a lot of shit down and so when you're eating a lot of raw food you're actually not digesting a lot at all and um with that lack of uh you know this is this is this is me this is me trying to talk a scientist talk as a college <laughs> all right but basically like when, when you don't get a lot of shit your body tends to try to take care of a lot of stuff and so when you are Overeating and, and giving your body a lot of different shit to take care of, it doesn't take care of a lot of 
uh, its own things. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess it basically like you know, it is no time for spring cleaning when you're constantly bringing right. shit into the house, right, right? Right, 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 right? And so that's kind of the way it goes. And so yeah, that's that's the way it's going to go down with that with that deal. And so. You're gonna start shitting a lot of stuff. Most of your most of your poop is actually bacteria growing on stuff that your body is passing anyway. Um, that's why there's certain things like uh, like like tracer bullets. If you fire corn into your system, a lot of bacteria grows on corn, and so that's mm-hmm. why it comes out nice and clean on the other way around. Mm-hmm. But a lot of stuff is a lot of your poop is stuff you're just not is actually stuff you're not digesting um, in general. So there. That I, now we talked about it. I, I believe that is the cleanest poop talk we've ever had on this show. I know. I say it's the most about poop without Paul hopping in too. I guess. I, yeah. For, for, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I thought this. I thought this Scooby would be right in Paul's wheelhouse. I have literally gotten most of the poop talk out of my system. <laughs> it's that extra fiber. Poop talk. Don't bother me. Poop talk. Um. But thank, congratulations for losing 70 pounds. That's fantastic, yeah. That's so man. encouraging. That's fantastic. There is a subreddit <clears throat> group off of the uh, the uh, the Matt and Manly Reddit group. If you want to get on there, there's there's people uh, kind of all challenging each other and weighing in every day. Uh, it, it makes me so happy that people are taking it upon themselves to challenge themselves and lose some weight. Makes makes me thrilled. Well, since you mentioned that, I'll jump to this other scoop mail here mm, okay. from Loopy Scoop. Loopy uh, scoop. Dear Jacob, Paul, and Matt, you find fine gents. In regards to the Ice Cream Social subreddit, I thought it might be worthwhile giving a shout-out on the air to the sub-subreddit, Fatty Rabbit Club, a private and invite-only spinoff of the ICS subreddit for people who uh, have been or would like to escape the fatty rabbit holes and shed some of their fatty rabbitness through what we have learned from ICS and Penn Sunday School from Ray Cronice and Dr. Furman's Eat to Live Diet. I am not an admin on this site, but am an active participant, and thanks to a podcast ironically named Ice Cream Social, I personally have lost about 45 pounds since May. <laughs> and many others who post our daily, and along with many others uh, who post our daily weights and struggles on the Fatty Rabbit Club subreddit, have collectively lost a whole, whole lot of uh, rabbit, rabbit fat. There you go. Probably rabbit. Yeah. Uh, through the group's accountability and mutual support. Uh, I thought it might be worth uh, sharing this with the ICS community who might be interested. Paul, we welcome you if you want to get back on the bandwagon. Yeah, I, the, I just I was just saying I was like I should join that subreddit. That might be what they, I need to. They want uh, you. Well, I've 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 gone back to where I'm I'm just I'm right at uh, two eighty. Okay, just below. So I got down to two sixty five, two sixty six, and that's when I stopped. And so I put that fifteen or so back on. I'm still down 20 from where I started, but I'm kind of living at 280 for the past probably month and a half. So I do need to. So maybe this is a maybe yeah. No, a good I, thing. I should I should definitely look into it. I'd say uh, finding people that you have to check in with is a that is very important. Accountability and having somebody to hold your feet to the fire and yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, this has already changed my life in a few short months. And I don't have enough sincere words to thank ICS and the Fatty Rabbit Club and welcome others who want to do this too. If you're interested, contact the subreddit admins, uh, F-J-O-R-D-E-D, and Magic Swirtle, upon which time you will be expected to write an introduction of yourself and then daily post your weight, your successes, and your struggles to this awesome and supportive group. Fucking you in your whole grain vegan pie holes, Loopy Scoop. Yeah, you know, I, I, just to talk about it, even at, you know, I have a lot of people trying to challenge themselves health-wise, both listeners of both podcasts, 
that check in with me over Twitter or over email uh, or Facebook or something. And then I also have friends who do it too, and, and they write me, you know, and I know people who have lost a good amount of weight and they aren't perfect on it. And that, and for even those people, I always say like, you're, you know, even when you're not perfect, you're still a lot healthier than you when you weren't mm-hmm. trying. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Uh, just know that this, you know, you, one hundred percent, you're going to get these. Dra- you, I got, I got drastic results by being like ninety nine percent on what we were doing. Um, you can get very good results without being ninety nine percent. You know, and so just, just you know, what you want to do is just figure out. We're so misinformed about our diet, oh. and we're so misinformed about food and what we need. And uh, people just talk about so much. That's why I say I'm a food atheist. People just talk so much shit that they have no idea what's going on. The amount of people that give you advice that's so dumb. I I, I have a, a, a cousin who's who's trying to lose a bunch of weight. He, was, he wrote me saying he was inspired by my story, and he's big. He's a big big guy. He needs to lose a lot of weight. And he posted. He did the thing that like, that's why. Like, remember, I didn't talk about it. You don't talk about it the first month you were on it. I wasn't really talking about it. Yeah, because if you talk about it, then everybody starts to tell you okay. what's up. And so this guy fucking this, he talked my, about it. My, you know, my cousin could lose you know easily like a hundred pounds. You know, and uh, yeah. someone's like, you should try water aerobics. Fucking water aerobics. <laughs> Where's that success story? Right. Where's the guy who's like, before water aerobics, I was this much. Now look at me. Thanks <laughs> to water aerobics. And I was like, this guy's going on Facebook. That, that was part of the three-pronged attack that, uh, that Jared Fogle did, actually. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, That's uh, a Subway, thing. water aerobics, and fucking kids. People want <laughs> to really put it out there. Calories. <laughs> they want to put it out there, share the fact that they're trying to help themselves, trying to change something, and then everybody's going to chime in, and you're going to get all this oh, crazy info and I wrote, bullshit. I wrote... I wrote my cousin. I was like, "Just listen to fucking doctors <laughs> and yep. experts. That's it. Do not listen to anybody else." No. I was like, "You, whoever you are, whoever you are, water aerobics person. What expertise do you have? When you look at someone who is, who, do you, you don't know that guy's medical background. Mm-hmm. You do know his situation because you can see how big he is." Mm-hmm. Why would you just toss out, check out water aerobics? Like, you have no business helping The only reason out. would be they go, oh, water aerobics is like a low-impact thing for yeah. heavy people. And sure, but then, you know, you and I know now, you look into the science of it, it's not about exercise no. to start off, certainly, when you're in that shape. No. It's about heavy modification to diet. Yeah. It's all diet. Yeah. I listened to two people just this last week have a conversation about losing weight, and one of them was saying, "I think that I'm going to just start doing like a like a really strictly controlled diet. Uh, I'm going to really get my calories down. I'm going to get them down to like 800 calories a day, Jeez. and uh, and just do that. And I'm going to lose the weight, and then I'm going to worry about uh, you know rebuilding muscle and everything like that." And I listened to someone try to explain to them that they could not, they that they literally could not survive <laughs> on 800 calories a day. But the truth, but if they have that weight to lose, they aren't. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're a skinny you're not person, really, not surviving yeah. on 800 yeah, calories. Yeah, if you're yeah. a very skinny person, you cannot survive on 800 no. calories a day. But if you have, but if you are a very uh, overweight person, you're not surviving on 800 calories a day. If you eat yeah. 800 calories, you're taking in 800 calories a day. Correct. But you're burning. You a lot who of knows fuel. how many calories? Yeah, a lot of fuel in that body. Stored up, ready to go. Yeah, and, uh, and if you're exercising like crazy, your brain says, "I need 2,000 calories." If uh-huh. You're not exercising like crazy. 
brain goes like, ah, oh, maybe a hundred dollars might be enough today. Yep. And then let me also access this thing over here. I'm not panicking, so let me just access a little bit of my storage. And I well, kind of chimed in with something like that, was which was basically like, don't you want to eat less than the uh, than the amount that you're burning? Isn't that how you lose weight? Yep. And uh, this this person was like, yeah, but then you put just put it all right back on, so it's useless. Oh, whatever. Fuck. It's off. Like you 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 have no idea what you're talking about. Like no, I don't no. know what I'm talking I'm about, no. but but it's clear that you don't either. And I will say, you know, I have put stuff. I have put some weight back on. However. I didn't put it all back on. And that's a difference for me from other times right. when I've dieted. That's a real significant difference. The fact that, and I still have many of the good habits from even the 45 or so days that I made it through the challenge. Right. I still have many of those good habits and they are helping me maintain and feel a connection to my body that I didn't have before. Right. So you're saying that doing a low calorie thing has not caused permanent damage so far as I can tell. <laughs> oh, man, I that the other day. Someone said, what would you lose? I said, I lost 74 pounds in 90 days. And the, and the guy goes, man, is that healthy? And I go, it's healthier than being 300 fucking pounds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the option wasn't to be thin. No. You know, and yeah. the truth is that if I had stopped at 45 days, I also would have experienced the same thing mm-hmm. that you experienced. But the, the truth is, by doing the 90 days, like my brain did not change its cravings until like 60 Closer days. To the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I, I lost... I lost 40-something pounds in 30 days. Yeah. And if I stopped then, which I would have on any other diet, mm-hmm. I would have easily thrown that 30 right back That's on. kind of where I went. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. was down just about 40, and I was like, oh, well, there you go. It takes a while <laughs> for that brain to change and the yes. enzymes to change. And it takes a while for all that to change over. So mm-hmm. I was really hoping that you were going to say, my brain really didn't change. Like It didn't change the way I thought about food until like day 46. Yeah. Day 46, it yeah. all yeah. changed. Yeah. Six, <laughs> I was like, like oh, no. The sun came up and I was a new man. One more day to go. God damn it. I went into a bagel shop to get me some cream cheese. Raul was working. Raul. And I thought, I'm a vegetarian. Because you can't stick your dick in broccoli. (laughs) Not easily. Not without some damage. (laughs) Steam that shit. You might not be able to stick your dick in broccoli. (laughs) You haven't met my good friend Raul. Oh, Raul. Nothing stops Raul. Nothing stops my dick. You're so rude. I didn't even say anything. Uh, there's a look on your face. Yeah. Give me your groceries. <laughs> I will fuck them all. All right. Raul the grocery fucker. Uh, you want to do a little jock versus nerd action here? Of course I do. Yeah, I thought you might. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion. Raul. Raul explosion. <laughs> Raul fucks your explosion. Uh, we got one here from Scoop Henry the Sixth. Scoop Henry the Sixth. Hello, my favorite desert dwellers. Since you have vocalized your preferences for Jack versus Nerd lists, I've made two lists that are not all that complicated, which is the kind of list that I like. All right. The Jack list is a list of names slash nicknames of people who played sports. All Paul has to do is name the sport that they participated in. Cool. You ready for this? I'm hit me. Spud Webb. Basketball. White Shoes Johnson. Baseball. Incorrect. Okay. Football. Dick Trickle. Uh, he is NASCAR. NASCAR is right. Boog Powell. A uh, Boog is a baseball player. Thank you. Hurricane oh, right. Carter. He's a boxer. 
Good. Uh, Goose Gossage. Oh, he is a volleyball player. <laughs> no, he's baseball. Oh. Tractor Trailer. Hey. Tractor Trailer? Yep. Uh, football? Basketball. Bard. A tractor Trailer is a good football name. That yeah. a good, and he should, if you saw him play, he should have played football. Really? Yeah. Yeah. My uh, brother played against him. He played for Michigan. My brother played against him in the NCAA tournament with Davidson. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Whew. Tractor Trailer was a big dude. Big boy. Is he still playing b-ball? No. No. What happened? I think he's dead of a heart attack. Really? No, but he might be soon. <laughs> uh, he just wasn't that good in the pros. Mm. He was good, good, good in the college and didn't really work out as a pro. Bummer. Moose Johnson. Uh, Moose. He's a baseball guy. Football. Ah, balls. His name like Moose, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Pee Wee Reese. Foot, or baseball. Good. And Molester Hayes. <laughs> uh, football? Football it is. All right. All right. Paul only got three wrong? Four. Four. Missed four. Four out of what? Uh, looks like ten. All right. Good job, Paul. Thank you. Well, eleven. I mean, four out of eleven. Okay. Only missed four out of eleven. Well, that makes uh, it harder to do the math. The hurricane... Yeah. Hurricane one, that's easy. Yeah, that was in the, yeah, yeah. the Dylan every, every boxer's hurricane. But the, thank you for that list. Good list. That was a good list. White Shoes, football player, huh? No. Uh, yeah, White Shoes Johnson. All right. All right. Well, that was a good Jack versus Nerd, everybody. Let's just uh, wrap uh, The Nerd List shit. Oh, is a list of character names from the Star Trek franchise. Oh, God. The series I have included are the original series from the 60s, Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and, and Star Trek Voyager. Oh, God. You just listening to the show has brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt has to match the character name to the series that they are known for. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Let me get the... Uh, what are the options? Star original Trek series. Original series, next, next generation. Star Trek generation, Deep Space, Deep Space Nine, Nine Deep Space Voyager. Voyager. So you got a twenty five percent chance Deep, to guess Deep Space each time. N- just so you know, just for the record, this is gonna piss off all of our geek listeners. <laughs> Voyager and Deep Space Nine to me are the same show. Well, they had a lot of crossover at the at the top. Okay. Oh, there you go. I mean that Voyager started off at Deep Space Nine before they headed off to the Gamma Quadrant and got oh, shot right. into crazy. You know game. what I did last week, Paul? You. I tried to watch some of the Star Trek Enterprise series with Scott Bakula. I'm sorry. It popped up on my Netflix. Yeah. I got about halfway through the opening theme song. Oh. <laughs> that is the worst opening theme song to you any know, television show I've ever seen. It was a weird choice, and the fans really hated it. After a while, I can see why. It, after a while, it grows on you. What's the first one that wasn't an orchestral piece? Yeah, it's like a weird, like Aside 90s, from- like. Love kind of. It's like a Rod fluffy. Stewart song. It's a Rod Stewart song. It's a I shitty think. Rod Stewart song. Yeah. Anyway, it's strange. Uh, or at least Rod Stewart did a cover of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a Rod Stewart song. Uh, Rod Stewart did a cover of it though. Maybe. Uh, there's a yeah, Faith of the Heart song. But I'll tell you it's what. Ter- yeah, that's what it's called. It's Faith of the Heart. I'll tell you, as shitty as that song is, during one of the last conventions when the experience was still running and they had the conventions at the Hilton, we were down in Quark's Bar. Dressed up in character, me and uh, Quan, my Ferengi pal, we did Scott we did a karaoke version of that song that brought the bar down. I swear to you, all of us were singing it because it was funny. Because like <laughs> so the payoff for the story that you're telling is you sing a good karaoke song. No, 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 no. I'm saying like it, this was a, a room full of diehard Star Trek fans uh-huh. who all equally. Did not care for that song. Okay. And by the end of us singing that song all together in unison, I won myself over. I'm like, (laughs) shit, that's a fucking great song. 
it was it was a magical moment. Star I, Trek's got magic. I agree over. with you, Paul. You are great. No, 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 I'm saying no. It I, we were doing it in character. We were not singing it well. Oh, we've agreed. You're you're all, you're also. We were I not singing it well. Your I was, character was great. I was grunting. You it. don't have to. You don't have to convince us. We and we, it, we agree. It wasn't my version that won us over. It was the group's version. Everybody in the bar started singing there it together. There is no I in team. Oh boy. Everybody in the group started. Everybody in the bar started singing it together, and it 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 floored me. All right. So Star Trek characters. Yeah. Tribbles. Tribbles. Uh, that's uh, the original. Original is correct. Quark. Uh, next generation. Deep Space Nine. Damn it. Seven of Nine. Next generation. Voyager. Damn it. Data. If you clue. Data is from the original. Next generation. Damn it. Uh, I now cannot do better than Paul. <laughs> But you can do as well. Let's see. You got triples, then you've missed it. Then the I next missed three. The next yeah. three, yeah. Uh, data. That's you what we did. did. Oh, yeah, I just, just did data. Just, yeah. Oh, sorry. So you missed the next uh, four. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tuvok? Tuvok. Next generation. Voyager. Damn it. <laughs> Bones. Uh, oh, uh, trick question. That's a porn star. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's from her own show. From Star Prick. That's from Bones. <laughs> from the show Bones. Yes, from the show Bones. Uh, no, uh, Bones is from uh, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Original series. Q. The letter Q. 007. That's easy. <laughs> yes. James Bond franchise. Correct. <laughs> uh, Deep Space Nine. Oh, Next generation. God. Dax. Next generation. Deep Space Nine. Damn it. Uh, Gwynan? Gwynan? Guinan. Guinan? <laughs> Don't say it like I should know who that is. You should. Original. It's Whoopi, Go- Whoopi Goldberg's original character. Series. Oh, uh, Next Generation. <laughs> in the original <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg in the 60s show? She was a kid. <laughs> oh, she, no. was, she was heavily influenced by the show. She went from uh, Raisin in the Sun into... <laughs> <laughs> Your last one. Your last chance to get double digits. Double digits meaning two. <laughs> Odo. Original series, <laughs> Deep Space Nine. There's now, way too many Deep Space Nine. You started off so good. Now I will, I will give technically. Although you, you started strong, you, did, you didn't get any of these right. Technically, you got uh, the first one right. Tribbles have appeared in, I think, every one of the series. In some respects, certainly they were in Deep Space Nine when they did a retro uh, episode. Oh, so I got like the gimme, like everyone. <laughs> but you didn't them. guess Deep Space Nine where they had the retro triple episode. You guessed something else, but they didn't do it. Q has been in Next Generation, Voyager, and uh, Deep Space Nine. He's been in all three, but you so, you guessed original series, I think, for Q, uh, which is only one he hasn't done. Um, then uh, who else we got? Uh, Quark had also, I think, a brief. Uh, next gen thing too but uh a one-off with Riker, if i'm not mistaken but uh other than oh that, good have yeah. you flexed your nerd, nerd muscle enough there that, little helped, bit, that little helped bit. me out a little bit a little bit little that bit. helped me out a little bit <laughs> so uh thank you Scoop. i just love that you guessed bones like it's he's one of the holy trinity there man it's like it's spock kirk and bones those are the three what Spot, Kirk, and Bones from the original series. Oh, he's the doctor. Yeah. He's the damn it, Jim guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was... Wait, who's Scotty? Scotty's the engineer. Okay. 
But the key is Spock, Kirk, and Bones. That's the relationship. Spock, Kirk, Scotty, and Ahura. Okay. Well, Bones is more important. Nope. He's part of the... So he, none of the four that, that Matt just named were on that list. No. You got, of course he's not going to put Scott and uh, Spock and Kirk on there. I wouldn't have gotten Ahura. No. But that's the that's the, the brain, the heart, and the mind. Or the, I'm sorry, the brain, the heart, and oh, the Oh, how much nerve spirit. are you going to flex, dude? That's just what it is. All right. I should have known it. If I knew brain... Brain, heart, spirit, and body. I'm sorry. If, brain, heart, body. If I knew brain, heart, body, I would have got it right. Yeah. No. That's not what would have happened. <laughs> Kirk is the action. He's the body. Spock is the brain, the thoughty thing. Uh, and, on, and let me get out a pen. Bones is the bones <laughs> is the heart and the emotion. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, whoever sent that in, for torturing me with that. <laughs> Scoop Henry the Sixth. Scoop Henry. I would have actually done just as well with trivia about Henry the Sixth. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time. Next time. Oh, I, you know, we really could use some game show sound effects because if it's just buzzing away every one of my guesses. <laughs> 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 we, we should come up with our own game show sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should have been sounding those out of all those that. After I, every single one of oh. them. <laughs> I mean, I thought it'd be bad and I was worse than I thought. <laughs> you were one for 11. Man, you're less than ten percent, and it's weird. Like I had roommates who loved that show, and yet I just never found a way to get into it. Which one were they watching? You just uh, said next gen. gen. Okay, next generation. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> We're talking the nineties, right? That's yeah, the next yeah. Gen- yeah, 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 yeah. Just don't have it. Everything became big there. I mean, it was uh, late eighties into the nineties. Next gen was huge, dominated. I know Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yep, Picard. There you go. All Look at right. that. You Look got it. Go. I'm Look back at on top. Boom. Back, baby. All right. He had a good interview on Mark Marin the other day. Just to plug one more podcast. Just there. get another podcast in there. <laughs> Apparently, he did Lauren Michaels today. Well, I'm glad someone's given Mark Marin his due. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> he got his enough listeners. <laughs> you had Lauren Michaels on there? Uh, that was a big, the big uh, get today, I think. Yeah, one. I got to. That's huge. That's a huge yeah. get. Well, it's huge, especially if you know all the history of him talking about his mental drama over his audition for SNL and his oh, yeah, back yeah. and forth and the problems he's like well, if only I'd been I on don't. SNL and I can yeah well he talks about it a lot on the podcast oh, okay yeah I'll check it out mm-hmm. any other podcasts we should plug uh, just uh, Ice Cream Social I think oh Penn Sunday School oh yeah Geek Squad Geek Shock The Geek Ugly Shock. Couch Show go 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 check out Geek Shock um, alright well then I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast that's right also, fun fact about uh, Adam Morales, his dick is like an uh, anaconda. And by that, I mean it eats mice to live. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. I have a fun fact about Blake, also known as Scoopiter Ascending. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually invented a telescope that looks back inside your eye and into your, your, your brain. And it can tell you what you're really thinking. Huh. Allegedly. 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 So, Allegedly. like, you know, as much as he's looking at Jupiter, he's actually looking inside his own mind. I've got one here about uh, Brian Valdivezzo. Okay. Uh, he was actually the first one to report green shit from the uh, Whopper Burger. <laughs> oh. oh. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh-huh. Uh, Amy Drebelbis. Mm? <laughs> yeah. She owns a pig farm. 
uh, and fucks all of her pigs. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Uh, do you guys uh, know a little fun fact about Bobby Murdoch? No. Oh, yeah? He drives a Flintstone-style car. Yeah. But instead of using his feet, yeah. he uses his butt cheeks to power and drive it. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, that's right. And McFeeders? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made sure not to put that one on Paul's list. <laughs> Uh, it has a top secret dwarf fetish. If you look at her internet search history, allegedly, Alleg- a dwarf Alleg- fetish, a dwarf fetish, oh dwarf fetish, dwarf, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah not and a dwarf fetish. It's not, dwarf. not really top secret no, anymore. No, not, not anymore. No. <laughs> uh, Brian White uh, was actually one of the first dwarves that Anne looked at. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly, 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 yeah. Uh, Brandon A. Yeah, is actually a salad. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 We're not sure, but we think Brandon A. is a salad. Yeah. If you see him on the street, don't eat him, as tempting <laughs> as he may appear. Oh, my God. Did you guys hear about Barry Rowe? No. no. No, Dressed up like a submarine for Halloween, almost drowned. Whoa. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Carolyn Albert. Yeah. Uh, that is actually Linda Tripp. She changed her name. <laughs> That's allegedly. 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 Uh, I got Brian here. Just yeah. Brian. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Brian is actually four Chinese guys taped together. <laughs> allegedly. 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 <laughs> uh, Brian Capal. Uh, ben. Ben. Sorry. Ben Capal. Yes. Who actually is actually quite funny on Twitter. Yes. Side note. Love Ben. Actually was uh, the first white guy to uh, play for the Harlem Globetrotters. Allegedly. 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 Uh, Charles Shearer yeah. uh, is actually the person that the movie The Martian is based on, and he's actually still on Mars. Wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Brian Wolf. Yeah. He has patented a technique for smoking fish in his underwear. Allegedly. Allegedly. But your honor, how did that fish get into my underwear? Hey yo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I also want to thank uh, our visual mafia team. Oh no, wait, where else? We got other thank yous there too, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah. We got a we got a whole list of people here. Uh, our uh, our shout outs list, which is right. uh, small font. <laughs> small font, is that a first name? That's last our first name, name small font. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First name small, thank you. Small thank font. you, Mr. Font. We got uh, Adam Morales, Adam, uh, oh boy, R-Y-B-C-Y-K. Ribic. Sure. I'm pretty sure that person just wanted to fuck with us. Isn't that Ribic? Are you a frog talking? Ribic. Ribic. Uh, We got Ali Scooper, Amy Drabellis, Andrew Spencer, Anna Corbold. Sure. I'm going to pass that off to Paul to read some more. Listen, this is just gold right <laughs> That's here. That's good stuff. Oh, good boy. Font. You said tiny font. Fucking I'm telling shit. you. He's a small font. Yeah, small font is not even the word. I got to power up my phone to bring more light into the situation. Here we go. Okay. I'm right there. You've never looked older than you do <laughs> right do, now. I do. I know, right? Okay. Paul holding up his ah, phone. Okay, here we go. Paper Shout out light. to Ann McFeeders, Ann String, Ant Foods, Barry Rowe. Ben Bolter. Perhaps we should stream Ben Capal. Blake Scoopiter Ascending once more. Bobby Murdoch. Brad Kefiver. Brad Martin. Brandon A. Brandon Helm. Brandon Lee. 
Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. <laughs> Man, we got some cool listeners. Do we? Have, and dead listeners. Brian. The famous Brian. Bob Hope. <laughs> Brian Wolf. Brian Houston. Brian Valdivizio. Valdivizo. Yes. Exxon Valdez. Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Brian White and Cameron Kiddo. All right. That's our list of uh, backers on Patreon. That's our list of uh, shout outs there. Uh, I want to thank I'm proud to call you my bitch. <laughs> All right. I want to thank uh, Ace, uh, Michael, and Ryer. I want to thank uh, Tony, Summon, and Nick. I want to thank Jessica on our Instagram. Uh, I want to thank uh, um, the boys over there at, uh, at our Reddit page, all the people running our Tumblr. Uh, we are uh, slash Hey Scoops or at Hey Scoops or Hey Scoops at everything. Um, so uh, check that out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and uh, Tumblr, and anything else you can think of. Um, well, who else? Paul? I want to thank Jacob, our audio guy. Right. Thank you, Sarah. And I want to thank um, I want to thank you, Paul Maddox, for being my partner. Follow Paul on Twitter at the famous Paul. I want to thank you, Matt Donnelly, for being my partner. Follow Matt at Sweet Matty D. All right, and uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Scoops, and we will. Uh, well, go ahead. We'll see you soon. So now you see, if you want your name read awkwardly on the air, all you have to do is become a Patreon supporter, just like those fine folks. We got lots more to read in the next couple of weeks, but please keep on supporting if you can. We really appreciate every dollar. I'm going to print up a bigger font list. Yeah, you are. You you laughing at me, Matt. You got to look at this font. It's right. like microscopic. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> look at the font. If you can even look at it. That's oh, fine. I can read this. You're seconds. full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of fucking shit. It's so tiny. It's so tiny. It's not even. <laughs>